Parents Pod. Welcome to Pet Parents Pod, the podcast for and by pet parents. I'm Danielle. I'm Heath. I'm Kip. And we have Kip here uh, remotely calling because Merry, Happy Holiday, and COVID miss. I got COVID over Christmas. Yay. Like so many others. What a a beautiful present. Yeah, from Mm -hmm. my adorable two-year-old niece. Slash a couple people. uh, Slash a couple adults who didn't get vaccinated. The only two. The only two that didn't get vaccinated. Of all of our family group. We all thought we were safe. And she probably just helped spread it because everyone, she likes to. Because she's so cute. She likes to be picked up. And also the way she kisses is like she's licking your face. I don't think she was kissing people Dang. much. No, but she would sometimes do it. She'd yeah. be like, give a kiss on your cheek. Right. And she'd be like, rah, rah, rah. It was also apparently Omicron. Yeah. They checked that since she's only two. And uh, so, yeah, that's a lot more contagious. Yeah. And I think like, five of 14 are confirmed to have it. Six, six I think? Six of 14. Yeah, six of 14 are confirmed to have it. And then more have symptoms. And then I'm not really sure. Yeah. Six of 14 people? Yep. God. And test, testing is hard to get right now. Half of them are unvaccinated, though, so... Because okay. three... The, oh, yeah, because six. Lily and the two adults... Yeah, the two-year-old and the two adults that weren't vaccinated were among the six that were confirmed to have it. Okay. Yeah, yeah I was about to say, it's crazy how much that spread amongst a vaccinated population. Oh, there's yeah. probably most people got it. Yeah, because... Uh, uh, testing lot. is a nightmare right now because everybody had a COVID miss, and uh, not everybody. Yep. A lot of people had a COVID miss, and so, God, cases are way up. Oh, yeah, and then it's so subtle. Like, I thought when on Monday and Tuesday when I was at work, I'm like, huh, it must be the fact that I'm working long shifts after a weekend of travel and I have a sinus infection. That must be what's going on. And then I had a fever the next day. I'm like, well, I'm not going in. And I need, and then later that day we were got informed of, Oh, uh, our niece has COVID. You guys, if you're doing symptoms, you might want to get tested. Like, well, this is COVID. Well, time to go get tested. Yeah, because that's, that's also what the breakthrough cases, even if it's not Omicron, they usually sound like that, like a bad cold yeah. or a sinus infection. Yeah. So how was your holiday, Kippers? So my brother, I, I told you guys that my brother was exposed. Yeah. Um, and I warned you about that. Yeah. My yeah. friend was exposed. Um, he did get symptoms, but he got tested for COVID, and it said it was negative. So he was exposed to COVID. Did he get? Someone was Someone did test positive, but um, he personally, I think he just got a cold because I also just got a cold. I did not get COVID. Mm-hmm. So there's also been just regular winter colds kind of going around. That yeah. Um, yeah. I've spent the whole last two years talking people off the ledge of that they have COVID at my workplace when I'm like, well, what you got? I'm like, that could be a stomach bug. That could be, I was like, do you get sinuses? Do you get cold? Do you have any of these symptoms? So then we got a a variant that actually does express that way. Yeah. So it's harder. (laughs) But Delta was different. (laughs) Yeah. Heath was even going, oh, that could be COVID. I'm like, or have a sinus infection from crossing. And then I was right. Yeah. Then you were right. But like uh, my sinuses do play up when I go from like Alabama to Georgia because that's just completely different pollen. Yeah. Did anybody else in your family catch the, the plague? Uh, not from what I know. I mean, yeah, no one 
so far the, the side of my family that has actually been careful and has been vaccinated and boosted still has not had COVID. And good those job. are really the only members of my family that I hang out with. That's fair. Uh, my dad, I, I don't know if I mentioned this on the podcast, but my dad, um, not Fred's dad, because he's my half-brother, but he's my whole brother in my heart. That's all that's uh, important. I love, I love the dick about a friend. Um, the, my, my dad uh, did get COVID, and he got, it wasn't, uh, I don't know if it was Omicron, it was something, but he called me up and he was like, I'm so glad I finally got it. <laughs> You're going to get it again. <laughs> yeah. You know, but, you know, it, it did kind of uh, uh, startle him because he got pretty much every one of the bad symptoms you could get outside of actually having to be admitted to the hospital. Well, that's he got good. close. Was he vaccinated? He no, no. Okay, so he wasn't vaccinated and he got COVID and he got a bunch of bad symptoms but didn't have to be hospitalized. Did it uh, change his outlook on vaccines? Uh, don't think so. God damn it. Well, no, now he has because the... Because his comment, his comment was, I'm glad that I got it over with so now that I, now I can, you know... Yeah, he has the natural no, immunity. Bro, that's only six months. I, I actually looked at... There's this one... Uh, a uh, gentleman who has been kind of um, uh, cataloging. He works in a lab, and he, he basically does tests on people's immunity mm-hmm. levels, um, and he kind of showed the difference between, um, you know, immunity levels after the first vaccine, the second vaccine. I think it was doing Pfizer, and then the booster. Mm-hmm. And then he compared that to the immunity levels of people who just got COVID yeah. and what that looks like afterwards. And it just, it basically, I mean, it's about as much as just getting the first Pfizer vaccine. Oh, it's not great. Yeah. Oh my God. And then I think it only, sorry, our dogs are trying to choose all the squeaky toys and stuff because we began recording. Yeah. Go. Go walk away. Anyway. Um, yeah, and then it's, okay, so it's basically the equivalent of having one of the shots, but it only, so far as I read, it only lasts six months, that immunity from having COVID. Yeah, and then if you get both shots and then the booster, um, it, the booster, the immunity level after getting the booster was, like, insane. Like, it, like you're pretty much good, you're solid if you've gotten both vaccines plus the booster. So, yeah, I'm I mean, you, you can still. If I need to get a second booster, I, I will. Yeah. And I hope I'm filled with nano machines and I don't even care. <laughs> <laughs> well. Oh, did we actually cover that this is a. Yeah, this is going to be a check in episode. <laughs> so we, we don't have. That. This isn't a COVID for pets episode, no. which isn't a real thing. But, um. I mean, no. it, it, uh, I think it, it's very rare. It's, it, it's we're not going into that. We're not going into it. It's too rare to cover. No, no but because uh, I've been sick for the last like week, um, and we can't really record together, and I have a topic. We have some other topics we're gonna do, but like it'll just be easier to do a check in this week. Yeah. So it's a nice, easy like, how's everyone's holiday? What what's our, our we'll get goals? to the animals after we finish discussing the plague. Yeah, so the plague kind of derailed, but we're still good enough. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. but yeah, I had so I had gotten the booster and um, I had a strong reaction to it. Like I felt worse for a couple of days after that than I did the first two shots. Mm-hmm. Um, and 
I mean, having all that means that you, you can still catch it. Obviously, there's breakthrough cases like Danielle also got the booster and she's felt pretty cruddy. I will say the visit was literally like we went out of town the, the day it turned three weeks after my booster. So I don't know, because three weeks after is when you have all the immunities. But I don't know. Maybe they were still cooking. I'm know. actually still not sure if I've had it or not. Um because things can be really ambiguous, and uh, let me see, leading up to Christmas, I had about four hours of sleep for the two <laughs> nights leading up to it, and then I'm suddenly switching to days, so I was exhausted all of that weekend. Uh-huh. Um, then you got called in. And then I got called in and had to basically, as soon as we got home on Sunday, so I'd lived days that day, and then I got called in, which I was really pissed about, um, and had to work the, you know... 12 hours. 12 hours. Having been up since like nine that morning, and or he, ten that morning, or whatever, and he had picked up a shift on Wednesday, and I picked up a shift on Wednesday, and I had to regularly work Monday and Tuesday after so, Christmas, so it was just awful. So he worked forty-eight hours and so I was four days. Too, I was overworked. I regularly get migraines, um, and like headache and fatigue can be symptoms, and then like I've had like slight congestion, but it's it's not necessarily more than I usually get. So it's it's all it's all iffy. Yeah. And I think I had a low grade when we went to get tested. I tested negative. She tested positive. Um, but they thought that I would probably get it. I don't know if that was just because like the know, ratio I, I've at been that working point. too much and I also was living with someone with COVID. And uh ever, right. so many people in our family got it from that Saturday. Right, right. So it's still iffy. Um he still might have had it. It's possible that I've had, like, a baby case of it, but whether I got a baby case or... Sydney, don't brush against the mic. Whether I got a baby case or um, didn't get it at all, it's... I owe that all to... I had a strong reaction to the booster, so it's a yeah. good booster. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah. But that's fine how it's ambiguous, and it's like, oh, am I just overworked and tired and having a... You know, I have migraines? I don't know. Could. But we had to wait for five hours to to get that test. So, um, no, I haven't been quick to go back and get tested because also the CDC guidelines changed where if you get it from the day that you have symptoms, you only need to like quarantine or whatever for five days and then just wear a mask around people for another 10. Oh, okay. Nice. Yeah. I mean, that doesn't, that means it doesn't really affect when you go back to work. Yeah. Because so I have to I go back made sooner. A point to get tested again. I ordered some at home tests, but they won't arrive until it's probably not all that relevant to this time. Probably. But we'll have it for the next spike if we get it. Yeah, though I guess the CDC or the tracking doesn't recognize the at home testing, also. No, uh, if you have to get tests for work. I mean, I know if you get positive, you should then go get another yeah. thorough test. Yeah, it's more like to help check if you need to go in or not. Um, it's supposed to help. Uh, but yeah, that was, that was our post Christmas and New Year's. Um, how was, so we'll start with Kip. How was your animals holidays? Like, did you guys have to travel, do anything fun? We stayed local. I actually took this, I, I was talking to a coworker about this the other day and, um, I actually have never taken the week between Christmas and New Year's off ever in the entire time I've worked jobs. <laughs> that sounds pretty amazing. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So I actually, I'm going to take this year. 2022 is going to be different. I'm going to treat myself 
like a king, I'm actually going to request Christmas and New Year's off for the end of this year. But um, last year, 2021, uh, last week I did not take off. Mm-hmm. So I, I stayed local basically um, for Christmas. Um, I think I brought dogs to my mom's house. Um, you think? And, and they, they, yeah, look. It was uneventful. <laughs> okay, I was just like, no, that wasn't that long this ago. Is, <laughs> this is fair. Yeah, yeah. It, it's weird, you know, my memory functions in a strange way where strange facts and observations that I find, I kind of store long-term. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to random things like, did I bring my dog to my parents' house? Which was <laughs> not something that was kind of, you know, encapsulated in the long-term memory. Mm-hmm. But um, I'm fairly certain I did. Um, because for New Year's Day, we have a tradition of going over to my parents' house for New Year's Day. And um, my mom will make the, the, the traditional Southern good luck dinner, which is black-eyed peas and collard greens and cornbread. And, yeah. And, um, she'll do... Um, uh, gumbo, which is my favorite food. Oh, gumbo is good. Yeah, so they the dogs stayed home for that because they um, it, it, we didn't stay for long that day. Right. Um, That's fair. I actually had other things planned, but we had that that dinner, and when I came home, everything was fine, and the dogs didn't destroy anything. Which, you know, we've had a good track record on that. Knock on wood. Knock, knock, um, knock. So. I mean, I feel like if if Charlie was going to be a destructive pup, he would have known by now because he's over a year old. Exactly, yeah. His one-year birthday was sometime in December. (laughs) We talked about it. We posted about it. Yeah, we talked about it. Yeah. So that means Rosie is going to be two here on Valentine's Day, which is her birthday. And she is actually getting dumped off with her friend, Arlo. Uh, for her birthday. Um, Charlie stays with you. Charlie is actually going to be with me and Matt. We have planned a camping trip that is too rough for Rosie. Right, because of her hips. Yeah, because of her bad little pibble knees. Knees, that's it. I always want to think it's her hips, but it's her knees. Yeah, Yeah. it's going to be about an eight-mile hike through a mountainous region. So... Yeah, so we've decided to leave her. Charlie can handle it. He's got the long, long skeletal legs. So. Mm-hmm. He's young and doesn't have bad knees yet, so. <laughs> He's young. He's a year old. She's <laughs> you know, almost two. As to being two where you're right. Aged. Yeah. It's not that big of an age gap. <laughs> she just has bad knees. It happens. Uh. Yeah, the good news is, is that the vet was correct about Rosie's knees and that um, if we just keep her, you know, safe and in, in a kind of uh, 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 what is it? Um, uh, I guess, yeah, just a safe environment where she's not like running or jumping too much, that her knees would actually, as they explained it, her knees would scar over and heal. And right now, she has been more active lately. She's been actually jumping and okay. running a little bit more, and she's clearly not like limping or anything like that. So she's been doing really, really good. Her, her legs have clearly been healing up nicely. Good. That's so good. I'm, I'm very happy about that. So you might be able to avoid oh. surgery? Yeah, yeah. I, I think we can avoid surgery right now. Which That's I, good. I thought we were going to have to do. 
But uh, no, she's she's doing great. If you can put it off, that'd be good. Is she on a joint supplement or anything? No, no, they didn't recommend that. But I think next time I bring her in, I will ask them about that. Yeah. Yeah, but I was I really didn't want to have to do surgery. I preferred to have her knees kind of scar over the way they recommended. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because to me, surgery seems like it would be like. I mean, surgery is pretty extreme. Yeah, and yeah, she's only she's two. So extreme, yeah. I mean, not even about the cost, but about her her longevity. You know, I just kind of feel like you're cutting up things and, and rearranging them. That you know, I know that in a lot of cases it's it's necessary. But yeah. I don't know. It just really wigged me out when I was digging into what the surgery was. I mean, plus for something like that, it seems like surgery would be like the most, I don't know, the last resort, basically. Exactly. So it's nice to like put that off because maybe if for some reason she has issues later, there's still an option for that. I mean, kind of like, you know, human knee replacements, you don't, you can't do that really more than once. Right, right. Yeah. And she's so young. She's only two. Exactly. Just yeah. a baby. She is a baby. So, yeah, I'm very happy to say that in this check-in, Rosie needs are doing great. And she is very happy. And I haven't seen her limp in months. And she's been doing great. It's good. She can't go climb the mountains anymore, sad. Nope, nope. She's she's got to... Honestly, though, she does kind of get (laughs) winded at the end of of regular neighborhood walks. And I think it's just because of... I I think it's because she's out of shape. I don't think there's anything extra wrong with her, you know? Well, I mean, she's been... Um, She's been wounded, basically. She has a knee injury, so... Yeah, and I've had to, like, only take Charlie on walks as opposed yeah. to taking both of them. Yeah. But I have started taking both of them on walks, and I've noticed that she kind of, she slows down. She never pants, but she does kind of slow down towards the end of the walk. And I'm like, oh, oh Grandma. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, and she used to hike with you everywhere, and she'd go out on all the trails. And so it makes sense yeah. that she doesn't have the stamina as much, like, yeah. She's been, yeah, she's been benched. She basically, yeah. Uh, we've, we've had to put her on, on bed rest and all that and, you know, have her. They, they, it was basically, if you look it up, the healing process for something like this is basically like crate them for several or for a couple of weeks and then only confine them to one room for, for a couple of weeks. And then don't let them go outside unless they're on a leash. No stairs ever, yada, yada, yada. And yeah. so she's basically been like that for for a couple of months, you know, not doing normal dog things, just kind of atrophying, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I feel yeah. so stinking bad for her, you know. So. I mean, you were doing it to protect her her longevity of life. Like, she still goes out into the yard. It's not like you leave her in a crate for all day or anything like that. No, and also, like, the layout of your house. It's... Most of it is one level. kind of one room, like, also, because there's yeah. no doors separating it. Yeah. Yeah, all the primary stuff is all in, in one spot. So, yeah. you know, I can she can live on one level and have all the amenities she needs. Um I was bad, though. I didn't actually ever crate her during this whole healing process. I just kind of, you know, at, at the worst of it, I kept her in one room, you know? So. Yeah. Well, I think it's also hard to just straight up crate a dog when the if other dog is free. Yeah. For, like, yeah. unless they're in actual pain or sleeping where they, like... Like, that is actually something that is relaxing. Like, creating a dog for a long time. So it's not 
cruel or anything like that. It's just, it's just, it's harder because you can't explain to him. It's like, well, your knee's injured and you need to rest now, sweetie. Yeah. That's the hard thing about having to try to get a dog or a cat or any animal on basically the equivalent of bed rest. You can't explain it to them. Yeah. They don't understand. And also when they hit, oh, go ahead. I was just going to say it it felt awful. Mm -hmm. Like, I think I put her in the crate once and I just felt like the worst owner ever. And then, like, you know, having her sleep downstairs instead of the dog sleep on the bed with me when my husband's gone. Um, and she would legitimately just be downstairs on the couch and she would just be crying. Oh, baby. <laughs> I was like, why you gotta be this way? And so I, I remember one night I actually carried her upstairs to the bedroom mm-hmm. and she was so happy oh my gosh she like like you know how dogs do like a, they stamp out a nest in mm-hmm. a single spot you know yeah. and she did that and she was just like huffing and chuffing and just so 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 happy to be on the bed with us you know <laughs> i mean dogs all they really want generally is to be with their loved ones yeah exactly at all Go times yeah we get these creatures that, that you know, are, are a part of humanity, you know, are so close to humanity and, and you know, and then go figure they're sad when they're away. Yeah, being a dog sounds hard. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> it's much better there to be a are. cat. You're, you're okay with some more independence. Yeah. I think our dogs have really enjoyed my uh, my COVID stay because I haven't had to go anywhere except for, like... A few like going to get tested and doing the runs to get groceries yeah. deposited into our trunk. Yeah, grocery pickup. I will say grocery pickup's amazing, Kip. Oh yeah, I bet. Yeah, I don't like I actually do like shopping myself. Like I like picking out stuff. I like if I can't find something, I'm able to make the decision about what I'm getting instead. But Man, like, just being able to, like, sit there on a couch and then order stuff for, like, pick up the next day and then not have to get out of my car and not mm-hmm. have to spread horrible illnesses and stuff. That's That's been nice. Very helpful. Also a lot faster because I don't have to actually go in and do yeah. the checkout part. Right, right. Yeah, I did that with Home Depot a couple of times, and it was pure heaven. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Very nice. Um, I will say every now and then, though, because... Uh, I ordered something because, I don't know if, if I'm going to do it this week or something. I was going to, I got a KitchenAid for Christmas, yay. And then I got sick, so I haven't had a lot. Yeah, the stand mixer. Yeah, the fancy stand mixer. But I've done a I little. Love the KitchenAid. I, I love my KitchenAid. It's just, it's been heaven. Actually, it's Matt's KitchenAid. I got it for him. Oh. But I actually started baking. Nice. So I've been really digging it. Nice. Well, they're a great tool. Yeah, I've I've only used the dough hook on it to make a couple. Like I did a a blueberry roll, and I've made a hot crust pastry roll. That's nice because it can be doing the dough work while I do something else. Um, but I was originally gonna make a cheesecake, and I still have the stuff for it. We'll see when I have the energy for it. But um, I had ordered, because I'm going to make a like espresso coffee-style cheesecake, and I had ordered some instant espresso. And online, and I thought, because I'm bad with ounces, it was like seven ounces. I'm like, okay, so it's one of the smaller ones, right, because it's under 10. And it's one of those big jars of instant coffees, and I was like, oh, I should have looked. Because that is the one downside about ordering online. It's like, oh, this is the right size, right? 
but ounces are funnier when it's like dried goods because there's a lot more than you think that come in right, an ounce. Right, right. So I will say that's like, oh, I have a giant thing. Oh, I can make a co- I don't use a lot of instant espresso except for like flavoring. So it's like, okay, well, we'll just see what happens. Yeah. Yeah, but that'll be fun. Um, We had a good Christmas. The dogs, our dogs traveled for Christmas. Yeah, none of our family lives in the States, so we no. have to travel, so we generally bring our dogs. Yeah. And we were, I think we talked about it on the last episode, being like very like, they will do fine. Everything will be fine. It went really well, actually. They did. They did so much better than the last time we traveled to uh, our family. Yeah. My side of the family. Yeah. We even, uh, so we stayed with our brother and sister-in-law and the baby, and our sister-in-law is pregnant with their second baby. And we had discussed, because they used to have a guest room, which is now going to be the new nursery, because Lily gets to to keep her room, Mm -hmm. and the new baby is going to have what what used to be their guest bedroom. Before that, it was an office. It was an office, but then they moved their office into where they had the guest room in the den. Yeah. And then we realized that that because the guest room where it was located was right near shared a wall with the with the um, two-year-old's bedroom and guess what's really hard being quiet when there's a two-year-old in the room next to you who's like woke she wakes up really easily oh yeah so our trip before this last time was just really like uh, uh it was also longer than usual it was a week yeah and it was just like we learned some stuff from it and so, but this time we stayed in the den. We brought our own mattress set up, which I was very proud of because it was our guest room folding mattress, but I basically compressed. From a Murphy bed. Yeah, so it's a memory fold mattress, so it's not like springs or anything. And we got a mattress bag for it, and we basically vacuum sealed all the air, so it was able to like store and roll in the car real easy, which I was very proud of that because it took up such little space in the car. It's so comfy. And it's very comfy, and we can fold it, and we could even fold it like we shoved it behind the door during the actual Christmas celebration and put the bedding behind the fake ki- the baby kitchen area because they had, like, she got a little toddler. The dogs can sleep on it with us, unlike an air mattress. Yeah, where you have to be concerned about that because once you're asleep, it's just anyone's game, what's going to happen. Yeah. So, so that went really well. They behaved. Yeah, we even brought the Thunder Jacket. Rue, actually, during the big celebration, we're all 14 people there for our COVID miss party. Um, mm-hmm. She didn't bark that much. We were good until, well, one of our brother-in-laws, he was bringing up. There were like three people she barked at. Yeah, there was like three people she barked at. Uh, what set it off was our brother-in-law who cooked beautiful. He smoked this beautiful brisket. Yeah. Love that. I never really had brisket before this, but they did it last year at Jillian's family, and then they decided it was so good they were going to bring it back as like a regular thing because it just turned out so well. Nice. And so he had a box of stuff, like including briskets and sides, and it's just this cardboard box that he was carrying it. He brought it into the den to move it out of the way, but it's just this man with a giant box coming in. Rue's like, oh, danger, and yeah. just started barking at him. Stranger danger. Well, she's also never liked it when large objects are moved around her. Mm -hmm. Um, Right. But she didn't bark at all at um, his parents, and she'd never met them. So, yeah. I'm proud of her. I guess she did bark at three of the five new people that she met 
but that was still pretty good, and she didn't bark at my brother in his house constantly, so it was only a little bit. And that was mostly just on Saturday when we had everybody there. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Um, That's excellent. Yeah, our uh, sister-in-law's parents even were surprised how well they're like, "Wow, they're so well behaved." Griffin would have been their dog. Griffin gets anxious around. He gets excited around new people. I wouldn't say anxious is the exact he right does not word. Like hugs. He does not like hugs. But 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 they were like, "Wow, Griffin would have been like barking his head off by now." So that was nice to receive that compliment, especially since one of our biggest issues last time were the dogs barking over things. So it was like, yes. Our niece started to learn their names. Oh, yeah. She likes Mishka better. Yeah. He's chill. <laughs> and she, yeah, because she'll come at them and he doesn't move and he lets her pet her. And she calls she called him Mish, which is good. Yeah, that's one of the nicknames we call him. So. Um, and... Oh. That it was it was pretty funny. We were like, because that's the thing you do with a toddler. You just kind of repeat names. Like, do you know what that is? What's my name? What's yeah. their name? To like teach them stuff. And we're like, who are those? And she's like, dogs. And then at one point she changed the puppy dogs because I don't know. That's just the word she wanted to use for them. They used to be wolf wolves. Mm-hmm. So, and yeah. I was like, what? What's his name? And she's like, Mish. And I was like, what's her name? And she's like, hmm. And I was like, can you say Rue? And she's like, yes. I think she's most excited about uh, us visiting because we bring our dogs. Yeah, and our, their, their toys. Yeah. She also likes their dog toys. Yeah, she does like their dog toys. From BarkBot. We interrupt this program to bring you an important message from our sponsors. Well, not sponsors per se, but it is time to pay the vet bills. Pet Parents Pod now has a website, petparentspod.com, where you can go and learn about all the different ways to support the podcast. We also have a Patreon now. There's a link to that as well, along with all of our socials, a Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and Discord. It's going to be patreon.com slash petparentspod. Anything and everything can help. We would appreciate your support. Petparentspod.com also lists that we are a BarkBox affiliate, so any special offers that we have, which will be effective during certain date ranges that are listed, are going to be on that page. There's a link to BarkBox under the Ways to Support page on the website. We also want to remind everyone that regardless of whether other special offers are going on, anytime you subscribe to BarkBox using the link BarkBox.com slash PetParentsPod, you can get free extra month of BarkBox for your subscription. If you enjoy our content, spread the word, tell your friends and family that are also animal lovers. Now back to your regularly scheduled episode. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> yep. No, it's it's funny. Um they actually got a toy from um our sister-in-law's uh parents. It was the squeaky ball which I went and brought it because uh, during gift giving, we'd been away from them for a bit and they were starting to get anxious. I'm like, oh, look, here's a squeaky ball. And Mishka immediately took it and walked off. I'm like, okay, good. This will entertain you for Mm -hmm. a while. It legitimately sounds like a pained small animal. Yeah, it's it's, it's, it's the wow. squeaking sounds pretty realistic. Yeah, by the way, he almost picked that up as soon as we started recording today. Oh my gosh. And we're like, no, you can't have that one. But That's so funny. Yeah. He knows. He knows. He's like, I'm just That's gonna pick the loudest thing. Um, we even had dog interaction. New dog interaction. Yeah, my parents, um and little sisters, they adopted a I think she's two, some sort of shepherd greyhound, greyhound mix. She's a very interesting mutt. 
Um, she has a so, ridiculously so ridiculous. Yeah, she's very pretty. She looks like a model. She also looks kind of like awkward um, because seriously, she has very long legs. She's very tall. She weighs about sixty pounds. They Something said. of that. Um, yeah. But she's got an extremely narrow, deep chest. Like she definitely looks greyhoundy. Yeah. Um, or or yeah. one of those like. I think we look, we look. She's like tan with um, like medium length fur, I would say, and then she's got black around her face and eyes. She's like way furrier than greyhounds. Like at first, I kind of. That's uh, why we think she's shepherdy. Yeah, right, right. Because her face is very shepherdy. Mm-hmm. Um, she got floppy ears. Yeah, I think. Uh, what was that dog you talked about on the greyhound, like Saluki or something? Yeah, Salukis. They've got the long, uh, flowing. Yeah. Fur. Think of, like, that on a greyhound except more shepherd fur than that long flowing fur. Like, that style of dog. Because greyhounds are so, like, close-cropped fur. Mm -hmm. But it's, like, fur in those patches. And she's just so tall. She's very tall. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you kneel down to, like, you squat down to, like, pet her and everything. Your leg can fully go, like, under under her body. Like, she's just very tall. She's high up. Right. You could you could oh, wow. do the limbo under her. Yeah, it's pretty ridiculous. And she got she's also got like she's got like double dew claws too. Oh yeah, her dew claws. She has like two of she has two on her back, and I think oh, Bale said something about the front also has weird dew claws. I think she just has two dew claws on all her feet. Yeah, that yeah. So her dew claws are like two claws on each dew claw. It's just weird. It's it's interesting, she's and I think there weird was. One. Didn't they say there was a specific breed where that was common, but I don't really see it in her. I don't remember. Okay, I don't remember the breed. We were honest. tossing around a, much a larger, lot of breeds. It was a much larger kind of dog, and then, like, I don't really uh, see the, it. There was one they were talking about. The, are you talking about the uh, Great Pyrenees? Yeah. Yeah, I don't, I don't really see much of that at all. No. Because her build is so dainty. Yeah. Her head's kind of weird, but that can it be shepherd. shepherdy. Yeah, yeah, it seems more shepherdy to me, but... Um, anyway, she's very interesting, um, and we—they hadn't—they haven't really socialized her with any other dogs, and she was a stray that went into whatever rescue or like two days before they got her. Like they basically, she came into the rescue, she got fixed, and the day after her surgery is when Heath's family started fostering her, foster to adopt, yeah, foster to adopt because they didn't know much about her. And because of that, they don't really know her socialization. She's obviously very friendly because she wanted to play with our dogs, but mm. you can tell she definitely wasn't taught, like, puppy rules. No, she had, like, mixed signals. Like, she would, like, lunge forward, but she'd do the play bow before she'd do that, so... And but her lunging did look oh. slightly it looked slightly aggressive, but then she'd be, like, wagging her tail. It was just a little bit of mixed signals, um... It went very well, though. We were able to get them to the point of um, all being in the backyard without leashes, and they were okay. Yeah. She had to be, like, told sometimes to go a different direction, but she was getting it. She was just very excited to be around other animals. Yeah, she clearly wanted to play with Mishka. Like, we started off on leashes in the front yard the first day, and then we went into the back on leashes. And then the second day, when it was light out, we managed to do more yard time in the back where we got them a little bit more settled with each other. Mm-hmm. Some boundaries had to be learned, but, like, nothing bad. Yeah. I was actually 
I, it was really weird because also Heath's dad hadn't done like interactions with other dogs in a very long time. So he kept looking to us. Yeah, we were kind of teaching them about that. So it was weird because it's like, I've never done this, but I do know what I'm doing because I remember all this from puppy playtime. And so I was like, let him go. And then we're going to keep these two on leashes. Okay, that seems good. And release. And I'm like, oh, okay. Hey, look, I'm doing it. Yeah, it's working. Yeah. <laughs> it worked out fine. And that was really nice. That gives me a lot of faith in my idiotic dogs. I mean, a lot of stuff has also been learned about teaching dogs to interact with each other when they're grown, especially. Yeah. Since my parents had a single dog. When I was growing up, we always had at least two dogs, usually two or three. Um, so that wasn't an issue because there was already a pack of dogs and they would, they would get another, when they got another dog, it was a puppy. So you don't really have to worry about that. It's different right. from teaching grown dogs to interact with each other. Yeah. So, there but it, it went, it went very well. Yes. Yeah, so I... They're going to be friends. We're just going to slowly get there, but they're yeah. doing pretty good. And as long as his family continues to take her out places where not even necessarily a dog park, but, like, take her out walking with them where she can just get used to seeing other dogs, the excitement will settle down. And if they do that, that will make it a lot easier if they want to bring her to visit or if when we come to visit, it sounds like... Yeah, I would like them to be able to bring her. Um, we're gonna. Have to, I don't know how she is with cats, so that's a concern. Yeah, but we can quarantine the downstairs if necessary. But I don't know. I, I say successful trip. We were all patting ourselves on the shoulders, by the way. Like that Sunday when we were packing up and getting ready to leave, me, Heath, our brother and sister-in-law were like, "This was a good Christmas. We, everyone did really well. We were so proud of ourselves." And then two days later, oh, uh, we spread COVID. <laughs> I had a COVID party. Oh, Whoops. Gosh. Oops, I had a... It's like, other than that, it went really great. Like, it was like the loveliest Christmas I've had in years. Yeah. And I didn't realize how much I'd missed being able to actually celebrate Christmas, like Christmas morning, Christmas day. Yeah. But with my schedule, it's not really an option unless you happen to already be off. Yeah. Yeah. Because we don't have great staffing. So. Right. That's yeah. so nice. Yeah, we had a pretty great Christmas uh, as well. Um, yeah, Christmas, New Year's, it was all really, really lovely. Yeah. That's so great that you guys, uh, they finally got, you know, it's just great that we actually got to have kind of a relatively normal holiday outside of the fact that COVID is still happening. Yeah. I mean, I think it went well and it it's nice to get some normalcy, especially like as much as I will say I did enjoy like... I'm sure most people are like, how could you say this? But I kind of enjoyed not having to travel at all last Christmas because it was right. not a break off. Yeah, I just I, I woke up. Well, Heath worked, so he, he had to wake up and go to work. But I was off because my store is always closed on Christmas Day because there's nothing around us open. And I just woke up, ate some food, watched some TV. And went to sleep. It's like I mean, uh, traveling, especially with dogs, is a lot of work. And it's so much work. Danielle does almost all of the prep for our trips. Yes, yeah. I'm always like getting off at six in the morning that we're leaving. Yep. Right. So, not this year though. We uh, we took a nap. Yeah, we took a nap. And then I didn't really 
get anything done the night. I got laundry we done the night before. We slept through our alarms as well, even though my phone was right by my head. Well, it was your family, oh so I, I, I give it your duty to wake up yeah, for your family Yeah, and then I didn't events. wake up to my two alarms that were right by my head. Yeah. Yes. But it was fine. Right? We got there. Yeah, yeah, I know, right? It's like, okay, well, I guess that just wasn't going to happen, my buddy said. And we still needed to clean the litter boxes because I didn't get to that the night before. I was like, I'm tired because I was working holidays up until guess what holidays is hard i'm actually really happy to get covid because then i had to work through new year's i had a break uh i mean i was sick and not able to do anything and didn't feel great but <laughs> i don't know but you weren't at work but i wasn't at work yeah. being tired so i guess that's better that's sad that's sad is this it sad is, no, this is, is sad. a sad reflection on my life i mean i feel like oh a ton of people these days have to work more than would be great yeah it's it's really easy to get overworked yeah like honestly every now and then when i request like three days off and if it's not for a trip and we're home i'm like this sounds like a lovely schedule if i only worked four days a week and had three days off this is how much i could get done it's so lovely yeah. and then i'm like oh well i need money so never mind put me back <laughs> i need that 35 hours 35 plus hours a week no <laughs> Yep. Yep. <laughs> so, do we have any goals for the New Year's now that we've hit 2022? I don't and really believe in New Year's resolutions. I don't know, like things we want to improve or yeah, work on. But I feel like it cheapens it when you're like, this is something I want specifically because of the New Year. Right. No, but I, I feel mean, like you should seek to do a lifestyle change. Well, yes, but doing that during a transition to a new year is something that is helpful Maybe. for some people. Like doing a lifestyle transition. I feel like they usually don't stick if you're calling yes. New Year's resolutions. That's true. Fine. Any habits, any healthier habits we want to build? Any into goals the... for the year, but we're not calling them New Year's resolutions. But that's what I said. Any goals for the year? Yeah. Kip, do you have any goals for the year? <laughs> Aside it from, sounds like I'm listening to yet another divorce. Yeah, well, what? No. This is divorce cast. <laughs> COVID <laughs> killed us. Where we watch Danny and Heath marriage trouble. I'm trying to wow, find a topic like, for the event. This is like really <laughs> um, not a. I actually not a do have some New Year's resolutions actually. Aside from surviving. Okay, what are? Uh, step one: survive. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. Step step two. Uh, I actually want to learn Spanish, finally. I've been telling myself for years that I was going to do it, and now I finally am going to Makes try to sense. pull my best forward and actually learn Spanish. Doesn't no. your husband know some Spanish, or am I getting he, the, the language? Spanish is actually his first language, mm -hmm. right? and he doesn't remember learning English, <laughs> so he just kind of knows both of them. <laughs> uh, Interesting. Uh, that's bilingual kids, man. Yeah. Yeah, that's when you grow up. Yeah, with a. I mean, you, a, you'll just English pick it up if you're around with a Spanish-speaking country. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so he he should be able to help me with that, but I'm I'm gonna not talk to him about it for a while. Like go off on my own. I'm kind of a really good rogue learner. Are you so, using Duolingo? Uh, no, I've tried Duolingo, and I'm. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna do it this time. Not yet. I'm gonna okay. try. I'm gonna go down a couple of other different paths, um, and then go from there. I also uh, am going to pick up graffiti art, but legally, like I'm gonna do it on cardboard in my driveway as opposed to like a building that someone else owns. Okay, you're not gonna go 
make beautiful street art on walls that aren't yours. You gotta practice before you do that. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, they pay me. so are you gonna to are you gonna make your barn a beautiful graffiti art palette? Um, there is. I actually found a master class um, from a artist called Futura. Mm-hmm. Futura, who is who actually leads a class on, um, you know, different can techniques and stuff like that. So I'm gonna nice. do that. I, I bought some spray paint last year to start this process. I just never really got into it. But when I found this class by Futura, I, I was really excited. So. I'm, uh, I'm finally going to do it. Oh, and I, I uh, picked up an ethical hacking course. So a lot of learning going on this year. <laughs> I'm excited. Uh, I'm curious what you're going to do. I'm definitely curious about that spray paint art. Like, that's going to be neat because it can I'll be make, done really pretty. Yeah, yeah, I'll make you guys some, some uh, canvas art for your walls of, you know, crazy spray paint art. Nice. <laughs> um, you can hang it up in your trash can. Okay, oh so, uh, uh, and then just general, wait. Uh, general, <laughs> try to, yeah, okay, that's fair. Um, yeah. Heath, you have any lifestyle changes that might partake in this upcoming year since we are in a new year, but this is not a new year's resolution? Ah, oh, yes, thank you for phrasing <laughs> it that way. It's easy. <laughs> I love you guys. I mean, obviously, I should take care of myself better well you can work out yeah that's fair yeah you you do have a doctor's appointment for your migraines so that's true so that's step one if hopefully that will help i don't really know i feel like if you can get at least some of your migraines and sleep issues done you'll actually have the energy to do the things with my schedule i don't know that this i know that sleep schedule is a huge trigger for migraines but mine's not going to be able to be consistent. Yeah, but if you can get at least functioning better on your normal sleep schedule, like a better pain reliever for your migraines, because there are medications that help better than just over the counter stuff. I guess, and just, my migraines like they don't involve a lot of outright pain. There's a lot of light and sound sensitivity, and it's like a dull pain. It's not. Yeah, but that affects your ability to sleep comfortably. I mean, it also makes me want to try to sleep it off. And then sometimes, if I catch it at the wrong time, it makes it hard to sleep. Yeah. Anyway, my migraines are a little weird, because you stereotypically think of migraines as, like, very painful. Uh, they have... There's, like, a whole... Like, migraines are very individual, But I I feel like most of the people I talk to, they have, like, debilitating pain. It's different. Yeah, yours is more, it turns into debilitating sleep. Well, yeah, I don't know. It's it's mostly light and sun sensitivity, and then I want to sleep it off, because why would you want to be awake for that? Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. That's what that's why I was saying. It morally just turns into you sleeping more than you mm-hmm. need to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it makes it hard to be less productive when you're unconscious, that's all. Yeah, it's hard to do stuff when you're sleeping. <laughs> So. I hope you can get that figured out because I know it's been dogging you for a while. Yeah. yeah. But I, I have hope for this year that he can help with some of that, at least. Yeah, hopefully. I mean, there's a lot of, there's been a lot of advances in headache medicine in the last, like, ten years or so, so. Yep. True. Very true. So can Quinn, you hear that noise on my end? I hear a slight 
clicking. Okay, it's Charlie chewing on a goat's horn. <laughs> okay, it's not really picking up. Like, it's picking up very okay, little. It'll be fine. Yeah. Nope. You keep chewing that goat horn, Charlie. I'm not going to take it away from you. Blanketed no, statement. You guys, if there's sniffles or coughs in this episode, you're just going to have to live with it because I'm not editing all that out. I have COVID. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's not a joke this time, except we usually make a joke when it's a cough. Yeah. And she still does, like, some of her coughs, they do sound, they're not, they're oh. not very serious. So my <laughs> like little, so my little sister coughs. caught COVID yep. separately from us. Um, her. So we didn't see Danielle's side of the family. No, but uh, she caught it from her boyfriend's brother and her boyfriend had like a runny nose. So he thought he just had like a head cold and then Dorothy came down with it really bad. But. I've been being checked on by my family because they love and care about me. And sometimes they'll catch me when I'm like trying to sleep or something. And I'm like, I'm not paying attention. And I like texted my little sister. I'll call you back when I'm done napping or something. And what I, what I read was, it's okay. You have COVID. Don't need to call me back. But what she was saying was, I have COVID. You don't need to call me back. She just wanted to tell me that. And then she called me the next day. And her voice when she's sick sounds very similar to her very jokey voice. And she was like, I'm dying. I'm like, ha ha, it's funny. Uh, I'm like, ha ha. Yeah, I was like, you're funny. She's like, no, I have COVID. I told you. I was like, when did you tell me? She's like, I sent you a text. And then you sent me a picture of your cat. And I was like, oh. You sent me a picture of your cat. Because she likes pictures of my cat. She really likes pictures of cats. So I was like, I can't talk to you. Here's a picture of my cat. I love you. And yeah, no. And I was like, oh, I see it now. No, I just misread it. And we both had a good little laugh over. I thought she was joking at me. And she was just, and she actually has it worse than me. She had like a high fever and other stuff. And she's like, I'm dying. And I'm like, you'll be okay. But I'm sorry you feel bad. That was a fun little bit. My oh. boss did that to me today. He said, hey, I, I thought he said that he was going to assign me uh, a bunch of old cases yeah. that I needed to work today. Uh-huh. And I said, okay, sounds great. And then I made a joke that would have made sense had it had he actually said what I thought he said. Yes. But he kind of just said LOL and then that was that. Uh-huh. And, then, and then I went back and read it. And then I realized that what he was saying was that he was taking some of my cases and giving them to other people. Uh, and I was like, oh, I was like, oh, oh. And I screamed at him. And I was like, you're, you were taking a mess. And then we all laughed. So totally, no one cares. Yeah. No, it's it. No, it's just text messages are hard, especially when you're half asleep and tired. Or emails, yeah. Or yeah. emails, yeah. Or work messages. It was first thing in the morning. Like, he wakes up at the crack of dawn and starts Ugh. emailing people. And I, I don't clock in until later in the morning. So it was... I definitely was uh, a little blurry-eyed in the morning. <laughs> that's, that's fair. Yeah. I guess... The only things that I'm trying to work on in this coming year is... I have bad issues with... Um, I don't floss like a good human. I brush better than I floss, which isn't saying much, so I'm going to try to work on that a little bit better this year. Dental care. Dental care, because it's important, and I'm bad at it, and I've always been bad at it. Um, I love flossing. Flossing feels amazing. Flossing (laughs) is the most 
amazing thing, amazing hygiene thing could ever, I don't know how people, well, and, and you know, obviously I get it, it is, it's hard to get used to, you just want to brush and be done, but for me personally, like, I don't feel clean until I've lost, and it just is my favorite thing ever. Well, the thing is, I have a lot of weird teeth. Like, they're not weird. They're, um, I have a lot of tightly packed teeth. And so, floss, I literally, if I use a flossing stick or a regular flosser, it just, I've actually torn floss by trying to get it in between my teeth because it'll just cut it. With your teeth? Oh my gosh. Have you tried, like, a. I have a water pick. I have a water pick, and that actually works yeah. really well. And if I use it, it does. It just requires me to feel it with like warmish water because cold water. It's like it, the way it pressure. It's very like strong pressure, and the cold water is just too much. Like mm-hmm. so, I have to wait for the water to heat up, put the hot water in, turn it on, let it run the cold water that's still in the little circuit out. Then I go through the whole flossing thing, and then it's done. And the then whole, it's like seventeen steps just to floss. Yeah, which it it works really well, and I like it. But it's just like doing it. Like I actually floss today, so I'm proud of myself. I'm really proud of you, too. Look at you go. Yeah, and also trying to get the dogs walking on a regular basis, which totally got derailed this week. But I think since I have to return to work on this Thursday that dog park's going to happen, Kip, for real this time. (laughs) There's been so many things. Third time's the charm. Right, you don't have things this weekend, right? (laughs) Uh, this weekend, I don't have anything going on. Okay, Saturday, me, you, dogs at a dog park. Dogs we'll, dog at a dog park. We'll go, we'll go to the nice dog park on Saturday. I like it. It'll My be great. My boss did schedule me to work this Saturday, but I, I told him no. Oh, okay. So, <laughs> Basically, cause, because, uh, I mean, you know, I'm, I'm going to get that shift covered um, pretty easily. Someone has already requested for it. Okay. I know that I'm covered, but um, I just I need a break. I need a break. <laughs> that's fair, because I know you've been doing Sundays, but like Saturday and Sunday, that's hard. Yeah, the holiday has been pretty crazy. I've made a lot of money over the holiday, a lot of extra cash over the holiday, picking up those extra shifts. Uh-huh. But um, even though they're mostly quiet, um, the cases that do come in are are pretty uh, brutal sometimes. So that's fair. Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, Quinn's been doing pretty well. Um, when she bites now, of course, since she doesn't have any teeth, it doesn't hurt at all. It actually feels kind of pleasant. Oh, yeah. Her gumming's so sweet. That's not what her intention is. It's so sweet. It's such a sweet, gentle bite. Yeah, it's just soft, smooth gums. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Ineffectual. Poor baby Quinn. Yeah. We've taken away her bite. Mm-hmm. That was her favorite part of her body, her teeth. But they were genetically bad, so what are you going to do? Yeah. They were rotting out of her head. So, uh, goodbye, teeth. Goodbye, teeth. We also still, this month, need to get Mishka scheduled for surgery on his foot. Because he has a little growth that we have to yeah. get removed. Before That's April. right, the foot growth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just between his toes. And then everyone's due for annuals, which, ugh. Yeah. Ugh. Ugh. Too many animals. Yeah. We should have less animals. No. I love them. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> they all have to go to annuals around the same time because we did stagger them, but then because Quinn's surgery, 
they can't be staggered because we put off staggering and now they're all due and overdue. Yeah. Ugh. Well, look, them being due around, you know, December. Yeah, that, that's a rough time of year. It always is financially. You know, there's just a lot of stuff to pay for. Like yeah. our, our car insurance comes up at that time too, and it's every six months. So it's just, it's a lot. Oh, I pay for my car insurance every uh, month. Over six months. I like not thinking about it except for like twice a year. When you go, ah, car insurance is due. Well, I mean, I, I, I write out all of my... No, I know. I just feel stuff. like whenever it gets close to it, you're like, ah, car insurance is due. I mean, I'll mention it. Yes. Because it's it's a factor. <laughs> no, you go, ah! <laughs> ah! And then you start running around the house. <laughs> Even no, though okay. I'm very aware of the two months a year we have to worry about it. Yeah. For In terms of actually paying it, obviously you have to plan ahead. Of, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you got a budget. Yeah. But, yeah. No, I just... I, I should probably switch to a six-month. It saves a little bit. that much, but... Yeah, it saves a little bit, and then you don't have to think about it as much. But you do have to save for it. That's mainly where it comes from, is we'll be talking about some expense, and then he's like, well, I have to save for car insurance, too. And I'm like, oh. Right, so that's where, like, a chunk of that will be going to. I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah. Never mind. Never mind. I thought we had, never mind. But Sydney is still perfect. She's doing great. Sydney is perfect. All the other cats are perfect. They are. The boys are asleep. The dogs are asleep. Oliver loves chaos and destruction. Yes. Perfect. And cuddling. Uh, he also loves cuddling. had his meds today. Uh, and Charlie and Rosie are fighting beneath me. Nice. Uh, Ash is doing great. The tarantulas are also there. <laughs> They're good living houseplants. They're the perfect houseplants. Well, hopefully your houseplants are living. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's a character. Wait, hold on. I should go check. <laughs> <laughs> we only have one plan. It's a cactus. It does its best, man. Oliver's trying to take that guy out so many times. Oh, yeah. my gosh. Our one little cactus. Oliver is very rude. <laughs> I will come in, I'll be washing dishes, and he just starts messing with the cactus because it's, like, on a weird hanging thing. On a... It's by a window that they like to sit in because, honestly, they like to sit in most of our windows. We have very deep windows. They're, like, six inches deep. The sill. So yeah. all of our cats right. love them. It's a one of the many, you know, cat amenities of our house. Yeah, and we very deep windows. And uh any window where we had a plant, there would be Oliver would want to mess with it. So Oliver well, Oliver broke its container. Yeah. And the then kept yeah. knocking it and then knocked this new container in the sink several times. And now it's in the its current container but tied up on a string hanging from the window. Yeah. And that now he he can't knock it over, but he does mess with it. I'm like, leave the cactus. Yeah, alone. he'll still bat it a little bit, but it doesn't move. But it's a much. cactus, so it does okay. The cactus, yeah, it's pretty hardy. Nice. What kind of cactus is it? Oh, I I don't really know. Different. It's a circle, of... like oval. It's like an oval shaped. <laughs> I don't. Really, it's a I don't small know oval cactus. cactus. Is it the green base with the red or orange or colorful top? It doesn't have a colorful top. It's just straight green and has like spikes. Yeah. And it's and it's round. Uh, it's like it's oval. It's like an ovaly shape. The way it grows up. Ovaly shape. Yeah. Are the spikes kind of big and gnarly, or are they narrow and thin? Narrow and thin. Yeah, and they're pretty short too. Okay. I, I know which cactus you're talking about. I don't know the name of it. That's like <laughs> the one cactus I don't know the name of. That cactus. 
It's a yeah. cactus. You know, almost Dan. the generic Pretty cactus you might think one. of. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, generic cactus. You know. Yeah. <laughs> Look, yeah. we're not a, we're not a cactus podcast. Small. No, we're not. We're not one. Well, we didn't. We didn't get into house plants over the uh, COVID year. Also, those aren't like native to our area, so that's why I don't know much about them. Oh, I don't know. I, I don't know plants. They don't grow out in the wild around here. I've explained my my plantability. That's a tree, tree, and there's a bush, and that's grass, <laughs> and that's a flower. Yeah. Like the tarantulas are alive. Looks like a live update. Yeah, Seth is drinking some water. Good, good. We've got Anubis. Anubis was actually trying to escape. He ripped apart the corner of his cage. Oh, my God. That's impressive. Fangs, so that's great. Oh, my God. Um, uh, I didn't realize they were strong enough to do that. I mean, it's a mesh for some of the cages. Yeah, Horus is doing good. He's sitting there. Living his best life, and then Apophis is also good. Apophis, for once, is not trying to escape. Apophis is like my Oliver of tarantulas. <laughs> <laughs> Just a little demon. Very rambunctious, always up in everyone's business. Look, he gets bored. He wants to do destruction. Yeah. Okay. I really feel like he does. He's our only adopted child. Yeah. <laughs> He's a rescue tarantula. and He comes from a broken home. <laughs> Comes from a broken home, and he's always trying to, you know. Uh, yeah. Well, I'm opening up Anubis's cage right now. We're doing live tarantula care right now. Live tarantula wow. update. Yeah. Oliver's actually yep. asleep in one of his little pouches. He's being all cute. Well, he has two modes: cuddle and destroy, because yeah. he has to knock over everything. He'll literally walk around a room and just knock shit over. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh. Oh, Anubis just attacked me. Oh, oh. okay. Well, oh, Kip, there we go. Kip died. Oh. Anubis killed Kip. God Anubis, of the dead. Yep. Hold on. Anubis. Yeah, take, take this. Take this thing. Take this worm. Will, will Anubis take the worm? Kip is trying derivative. to appease Anubis with the worm, an offering of a worm. God of death. Will he accept it? The sacrifice. Was it smart? No, he just seemed kind of agitated right there. He was just like, I don't want... I, not only do I not want this worm, I want you to go away. So, okay. hit taken. Oh, I'm sorry that you displeased Anubis. Yeah. That that bodes well going into the new year with the god of death angry at you. in the new year. He's probably going to molt soon, and that's why he's being cranky. That makes sense. That's fair. Yeah. That happens. Yeah, so, I can't see as well, we'll probably. Leave, we'll leave the mealworm, and he can eat it if he wants to, and if not, then okay. New friend. <laughs> yeah, new friend. Well, any other thoughts for this pet parent check-in? Any other topics we need to cover? Well, I mean, not really. I, I wanted to say that after the Greyhound episode, I realized that um, I know that I have an opinion a lot during this whole, like, during the show. Uh-huh. Like, for, for every episode, you know, and, and having, a, a, you know, the idea that that not liking greyhound racing is a, a controversial stance. I found myself feeling incredibly self-conscious for having ever even done the episode. Okay. I kind of felt like, you know, 
I don't think it was a bad episode, if that makes you feel better. I don't think it's controversial to be against racing animals. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know why. It just, it really kind of got me. Like, maybe just, like, the whole thing of, like, um, you know, people who are pro-racing and, you know, all of that. I didn't get any negative feedback from it, but... You know, I'm going to try to probably stick to more lighthearted episodes. It's okay. Oh, we can take a break from yeah, you know, the harder stuff. Yeah, that was rough. That was, that was rough for me. So Recovering yeah. dog eugenics? Yeah. Um, <laughs> I think... Yeah, pit bulls and greyhounds yeah. and all that. It was just... That's fine. That we was... can talk about less serious subjects, but I do like that we have addressed some of the more serious subjects. Yeah. Like I said, I don't think anyone who truly loves animals considers that a controversial stance at all because dog <laughs> fighting and dog racing is not good you shouldn't race and fight animals i think also in your research since you were trying to understand the where did this come from having to look at people who were like i do dog racing and stuff like that and why it's not bad that might also make you feel like maybe your opinion is wrong because there's they're, this other side to it. They're just justifying all of their shit, though, because yeah. they like this thing, so I'm not justifying it. I, I'm not saying it is yeah. right, but I'm saying that might be yeah. where the guilt is. Oh, no, I'm sure that's, that sounds like something Kip would do. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That, that, uh, you you uh, hit the nail on the head. That's yeah. exactly yeah. where I'm coming from. You, 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 you overthink it, and then you think of their point of view, and you don't want to upset them if, you know, they passionately support this thing. you empathize with other human beings, and yeah. you, I yeah. think at your core, think human beings try to do their best within their given frame of work. And so exactly. it's just it's just hard to see, like, someone just be kind of oblivious to the effects that maybe even... They're choosing to look away from that, though. Yeah, but it, yeah. it's still... Yeah, I can see how Kip came to that conclusion, though. Yeah. Yeah, they're just like, hey, this is what I do, and they're so transparent about the whole thing. And it's like, yeah, I get, I get it, and you are, you know, trying your best to. It's it's like they're trying their best to keep the dogs as comfortable as possible while also forcing them to do this thing that mm-hmm. they absolutely don't need to do because it does, you know, uh, uh, make profit make the owner a lot of money. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, yeah. yeah. So anyway, I just, I wanted to bring it up again. I brought it up on Discord, and I've, I've probably brought it up several times, but I wanted to bring it up on the show just because, yeah, that, that whole thing made me uncomfortable, but I'm, ultimately, I'm glad I did it. Well, I fully stand by the stance that we have. Yeah, I, I and think. I don't feel sorry at all. I so. think the episodes were solid, um, I think you did a good job on the research, and I, I would not delete those episodes so no they were good they're good solid episodes. they were the correct opinions about it because yeah. our concern is over the animals yeah they were right. yeah so but we i i agree let's pick some i i think our next episode should be lighter subjects as long as everything falls into well, yeah place. i mean you should vary your variation's yeah. good yeah yeah the 2022 we're gonna do some soft cotton stuff because i'm a little pansy bitch sounds fun <laughs> i like soft cotton. also it's a it's a pet podcast. Also, it's a pet podcast. And update, Horace is the only tarantula that has eaten today. Okay. Horace yep, ate. I dropped, I dropped the worm in with Horace, and Horace immediately snatched it up, and it is now being liquefied by spider venom. Oh, nice. yum, yum. Nice. Mm, nice mealworm smoothie. Okay. <laughs> 
Well, if no one else has anything else, this has been a successful, lighthearted check-in. Keith, where can people find us? They can find us on PetParentsPod.com, also Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and Discord, PetParentsPod. You can email us at PetParentsPod at gmail.com. I'm also sad that Betty White died before she turned 100. But anyway. Oh, yeah. Oh, just like Georgia O'Keefe. Georgia O'Keefe also wanted to make it to 100, and she died at 99. Though, I How did read something. Because Betty White was like 14 days or something, 17? Uh, yeah, 17 uh, days. I do not know how many days out from being 100 oh, okay. Georgia O'Keefe was when she inevitably... Someone, someone pointed out that Betty White lived through a bunch of leap years, which have extra days, so really she did live to be 100. Aww. Oh, look at that! Uh, I love people. People. <laughs> yeah. Good luck, Betty White. Good luck. That you made it? I she don't know. She had a great life. She, I'm just she literally, was a good woman. I think we all wanted her to make it to 100. She was very old, but she wanted to make it to 100. She was making like a big plan for it and everything, and I just wanted that for her, and then she could pass away. I just wish she had. But anyway, she went peacefully in her sleep. I, I know that they have a big birthday party planned for her, and I hope they still have it. I'm sure they will. Yeah, it's nothing else but yeah. like a memorial to her, so. Yeah, that seems like something she would like. Birthday. That's, yeah, that's my controversial yeah. stance that I will. It's not controversial, <laughs> Betty White. <laughs> Betty White's she was a national treasure. Yes. Yeah. Well, we're uh, we're lucky to have had her. Yeah. Well, on that very light note of making lighter notes of everything, um, we will relevant. we will continue to get better. <laughs> and good luck with your new. 2022, 2020 as well. Oh, no. Uh, <laughs> no. Twist dreams. Twist <laughs> dreams. <laughs> I like that. Okay. Um, goodbye, guys. Yeah.